Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 24 of the podcast. My name is Sarah. I am a chakra coach and holistic health coach. And as you probably know, in this show, we talk about chakra balancing for weight loss. How are you? I am doing pretty well. It is finally starting to warm up around here, and I personally always do a little bit better if the weather is a little bit warmer. I know not everybody likes that, but that's my jam. I like it. Anyway, we are moving on with our second deep dive series, and we have made it back to the third eye chakra. Today, we are talking about truth, a couple of different aspects of truth. I talk a lot on this podcast about your personal truth or your highest truth, and that's the truth of what you want in life, what you want in relationships or in a career or whatever it is that you want. And learning how to acknowledge the truth to yourself and even to others when it's appropriate to do so. I talk to so many people who say they don't know what they want and we have to do a lot of work just to be able to get them to see the truth in themselves. And I know I've talked about this before, but Most people who say, I don't know what I want, do know what they want. But for whatever reason, they don't allow themselves to see it. Sometimes the reason is that they don't want to want what they want, right? That's a lot of wants. But they don't want to want what they want. They think what they want is bad or immoral or wrong Or they don't want people to think less of them, other people to think less of them for wanting whatever it is. Or they have an internal conflict of some kind. For example, I was talking to a woman the other day who was struggling with the decision about whether to go back to work after having her baby. That's a really common struggle. Lots of women uh, work through that every day, all the time. And this woman just kept saying, I don't know what I want. I don't know. She was insistent. But the longer we talked, the more convinced I became that she actually did know. And we did some pretty serious third eye work 
to give her the internal vision she needed. She was not acknowledging her right to see. And in fact, she was actively pushing her right to see away. She did not want to acknowledge what she wanted. And what she wanted was to go back to work. But her husband and her mother really wanted her to stay home. So she had convinced herself that she didn't know what she wanted so she could avoid the truth. And she could avoid disappointing them. Or she could avoid the uncomfortable feeling of having a different truth than what other people wanted her to have and expected her to have. I have also talked to people who want to make more money, but they have an old belief that having more money will make them a bad person, will turn them into a bad person. So they don't act on their personal truth. There are all sorts of reasons that we don't allow ourselves to really know our highest truth. And the same can be said about our health and our weight loss. So many people, uh, me included at times, don't want to acknowledge the truth about how we're treating our bodies. We convince ourselves that overeating and overdrinking is okay and that there aren't any real consequences. We convince ourselves that we don't need or want to make changes. Now, maybe that's because we're afraid we'll fail at making the change. We'll try and we'll fail to make the change on the first attempt and we don't want to feel uncomfortable in failure. Or we feel uncomfortable if we recognize the truth that we need to make a change and then we have to act on it. That's very uncomfortable to realize that something has to change. And there's the truth of that fear. It is true. It will be uncomfortable to make changes. Making change is always uncomfortable. But that doesn't mean that it's better to just lounge about in self-deception. And sometimes we deceive ourselves about our actions. I see this all the time. We tell ourselves that we're doing everything we can to reach our goals, but we're not. And that's, that's okay. It's okay to not be doing everything all the time, but it is important not to lie to ourselves about it, not to deceive ourselves. Self-deception is probably the easiest kind of deception. We are so good at talking ourselves into or out of things or out of our feelings or out of the things that we know to be true. We're very good at self-deception and we tell ourselves we're doing everything we can, but if we were to really, really acknowledge the truth, we would know that we weren't. We can be taking actions towards a goal, weight loss or anything. It doesn't matter. And then we tell ourselves little lies. We say, oh, it won't hurt to eat foods that we know don't make us feel our best. Or we say, ah, well, I already messed up. I already did something that was out of the realm of health. And so I might as well just keep messing up. Um, Or, you know, it doesn't matter just this one time. And the truth is it It does matter, and it isn't just one time. But we talk ourselves out of it, and we cover up the truth. We refuse to open our third eye and really look at the reality of our situation. Really balancing the third eye chakra to help you see through your own nonsense is 
so challenging because so much of the time we would rather just not know. But your third eye tells you that you have the right to see the truth, the right to have your eyes opened to yourself, to your thoughts, eyes open to your feelings. And I would even go further. I believe we have a responsibility to see our personal truth, almost an obligation to see our personal truth. Why? Because your truth deserves to be out there. Your truth deserves to be known to the universe. And if you don't see it and you don't acknowledge it, no one else will be able to get it out there for you, right? And the universe wants to be truthful with you. Honesty is a beautiful thing when you can be honest with yourself. When I would teach fitness classes or work with people one-on-one, I would tell them, only you know the truth about how hard you're working. If you can do a little more or if you're really giving it your all, only you know whether that's true or not. But don't leave here knowing you could have done more, given yourself a little more effort, given a little bit more to yourself and your goals and your desires and your truth. And the same applies to you and whatever your personal truth is. Don't leave this life with the feeling that you could have lived your truth a little bit more, that you could have been more honest with yourself about what you want, that you could have done a little bit more for yourself to reach your goals or whatever it truly is that you want in life, in a relationship, in a career, anything. It doesn't matter. Don't leave this life having not been honest with yourself and not lived the life that you truly want. Working on your third eye can help us see through these emotional patterns. We do things in life because of how they think, how we think they'll make us feel. How will our actions make us feel? We think eating will make us happy. And sometimes it does. Other times it makes us feel guilty. And obviously we need to continue to eat That's a given, but we need to get a handle. We need to see the truth about our habitual thoughts and feelings that lead us to the choices that take us away from our goals instead of toward them. Now, most people are familiar with emotional eating, of course, eating when sad or depressed or anxious or bored or whatever your emotional pattern is. For example, let's say you eat when you're stressed. Raise your hand if that's you. Now, if you sit down with a reasonably portioned salad or a plate of vegetables when you're stressed out, please teach the rest of us how to do that. That's amazing. But my guess is that most of us sit down with a bag of chips or a pint of ice cream when we're stressed. We think that eating is going to make us feel differently. And here's the worst part. It probably will. It probably will, at least in the short term. While you're eating that ice cream, you will feel better. It, your body responds to, those, to that junk food, to that processed food, or you know, to the things that aren't necessarily the, the healthiest foods with you know, a, little, a little dopamine, a little excitement. We do feel a little bit better in the short term. But the truth is that it isn't helping our health in the long term. And 
Balancing the third eye can help us see these emotional patterns and find new ones. It gives us insight into our own emotions and actions. Balancing the third eye will also give you the strength to handle those feelings when they come, that feeling of being anxious or stressed or depressed or sad. You're not going to live a life without those uncomfortable feelings that you're eating or drinking away. But if you have balanced your third eye and are able to acknowledge your truth and the truth about what you're doing, you can make better decisions or at the very least make active decisions. We can stop doing things blindly, right? When we sit down with that pint of ice cream, at least we're saying, I am going to sit down with this pint of ice cream because this is what I think is going to happen. We've made an informed choice. We see the truth and then we act on the truth. And with a nicely balanced third eye, we can also learn to sit with those feelings, knowing that the truth is that we are strong and we can feel those feelings without taking actions that are doing us more harm than good. You can be sad and not eat. You can be stressed and not drink. You know your truth. You know what you want and you're willing to see it and be a little uncomfortable to get it. Feel those uncomfortable feelings. See them, acknowledge them, act on the truth of those feelings. Okay, there's no meditation this week per se. Instead, we're going to practice knowing the truth of our emotional patterns and taking informed action, or in this case, a lack of action. Are you familiar with the term austerities? Uh, It's kind of a scary word, I think, because it can mean like really strict or severe things. But in our case, we're just going to, we're just going to have it be a little challenge. So instead of a meditation, instead of a meditation this week, we have an austerity challenge. All that means is we're going to give something up just for a little while. For the purposes of this challenge, it can be anything that would, by its absence, be a benefit to you. You're not going to give up something healthy or supportive. You're going to pick something. A habit is great. Anything that you do sort of unintentionally or without thinking or you find yourself in the middle of that pint of ice cream. But you're going to pick something and make a commitment to give it up for any amount of time that you set for yourself. A couple examples. You could give up eating desserts for three days. You can not drink alcohol for a week. You could not eat meat Monday through Friday. You could not smoke for one day. You could stop eating after 9 p.m. or whatever it is for you for three days, right? It should be something that matters to you, something that will be a little bit difficult. It's something that matters. And the time, the time should be relatively short, Short enough that you know you can do it, but long enough that it makes you a little nervous about whether you'll be able to do it. Practicing austerities is a time-honored way of focusing the third eye energy. Uh, When it gets to the time that you would normally engage in this behavior, so let's say you're going to give up dessert after dinner for three days. 
So when it gets to the time after dinner where you would normally sit down and have your dessert and it's your habit and that's a thing that you kind of just do, instead of having the dessert, sit with how you feel about the inaction. If you can, close your eyes and take five breaths, imagining that they're going in and out of the space between and just above your eyebrows. Be honest with how you feel in that moment. Just sit with the feeling. If it's a little uncomfortable, just sit with that. If it feels pretty good because you feel like you're kind of taking control of your life, sit with that, right? Just be honest with whatever the feelings are. Feel the feelings and tell yourself the truth about what they are. That's simple, right? But very easy. You can absolutely do that, especially because you know it has a time limit. You know, I'm not asking you to give up desserts or alcohol or smoking. or I'm not asking you to give up anything forever, right? It's a very short, defined period of time. Practicing austerity is a great way to really help open that third eye, to help balance that third eye chakra and help you see and acknowledge your truth. And then there's one other part if you want to do it. I created a Facebook group that you can join and you can post in it what you're doing. You can get uh, accountability there. I'll be in there. We can talk about it and let's, you know, you can express yourself if that feels right to you. Totally optional, of course. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, you can also just go to Facebook and search Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss group and there it will be, right? But maybe we can uh, support each other a little bit in this austerity challenge. I'm going to do it with you. So, um, let's see how it goes. Let's, and let me know how it goes. You know, I want to know, I want to know how you do with this austerity challenge. Um, so that's it for this week. Tell your friends about the show. If you think they would enjoy it, uh, follow me on Instagram and Facebook, join the group if you want to, however you like to connect. It's all chakra balancing for weight loss, chakra balancing for weight loss group. Uh, if you like to email, it's chakrabalancingforweightloss at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know how you're doing. All right. Well, have a fantastic day, my friends, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye.